Hello, it's a beautiful Sunday in our Birmingham office. This is Brad with Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. This is podcast number 18 on the 24th of April. With me is, oh, he's not here. He quit last week. And we have Mark because he believes in the concept of Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. Hello, Mark. Who am I? Why am I here? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. We roofied him and he got amnesia. And not so large and in charge, Denver. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. Well, hey, we have a large void to fill today. Indeed, since uh, Q is in here. <laughs> large oh. being the operative word. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Wait, wait! I think I hear him. <laughs> you all could kiss my ass. <laughs> I thought you quit, Q. <laughs> I'm just here for another round of DC kicking Marvel's ass. <laughs> Wow, thanks oh, for showing up. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, so we may have a uh, a guest today, although they're not here yet. We decided to go ahead and bring the news to use. What do we got going today? Well, the first item on my uh, list was the, uh, the, the first image from the new uh, Power Rangers movie. Oh, but Rita since Q Repulsa. is in here, I was gonna say skip it. But did you guys have any thoughts of Elizabeth Banks as uh, Rita um, Repulsa? It looks like it looks reminiscent of something. It doesn't look like original art. It's just some broad and some shiny green suit with with gold accoutrement, and that's it. I mean, show me the whole thing. Is is she, her she, butt showing? I mean, what are we talking about? Is image this a unit remi- art? What the hell? That image reminds me like she could be the twin sister of the character that David Warner played in Time Bandits. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly it. He played evil, I think it was. <laughs> when there was a uh, there was a zombie film too that I think somebody did a a frame by frame or a side by side shot mm-hmm. that looked very similar, but she was like blue instead of green. Uh, what was the female? Was it was it the uh, third it one of those Re- Return, Return of the Living Dead? Yes. The third one. Yep. Yeah, yep. I think it might have been. Um, her last name was Cl- Melinda Clark. Okay, I think that was the actress. Okay, she's a screen queen, you know. Yeah. And she, I think she played um, in Gotham. Uh, she played. Oh, she's she played penguins, the, of, the, the, the penguin's wife. Yes, the penguin's right. father's yeah. new wife. His stepmother. The stepmother, exactly. Yeah, that was her. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she wasn't she? What was that other TV show? The OC. Was she in that? For oh a my while? god! Sure, I didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that flashbacks to the nineties. None of that, please. Okay, and other. Uh, and other Q news, which we can just skim over the this. Q. That's right. Um, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City are both getting the HD treatment. They're oh. re-releasing them for Xbox and uh, PlayStation 4. Oh, wow. And so I've never actually played either of those games. So yeah. Well, I, I haven't played the games, but I've seen... Um, people do what they do is they record the entire all the cinematics and it's it, I've seen it on YouTube for like an hour and a half of nonstop. It even has some of the fight scenes and some of the goofy uh, verbiage. And if that was in even better, um, higher uh, uh, resolution pictures, that, that would be cool. Yeah, and it's going to include all of the you know when they add on new maps and missions oh, and yeah, bonus cool. material. So this new version. I don't know when it's coming out. I think sometime this summer mm-hmm. um, that'll uh, have all the bonus stuff. And I've got an Xbox One, so that'll be perfect. And my oh, son's yeah. just getting into you know 
the more advanced games. He's been, you know, stuck on Lego and Minecraft for a while. <laughs> he likes to dabble in some sure. of the more mature stuff, so we'll give that one a shot. Um, did you guys see the uh, the really cool X-Men Apocalypse promo? With George Takei doing yes. the voiceover? It's yeah. Essentially, it's a spoof of In Search Of. Oh. And it's called In the Footsteps Of. <laughs> And what they're doing is it's a promo for a in oh in the I did see that I thought it was a episode. commercial for a com- yeah yeah so it was a it, it, was, it a was a retro. spoof I didn't realize it was a spoof they conned me yeah yeah that was done so well yeah and it's interesting because Leonard Nimoy used to do the narration for In Search of right exactly so that yeah another another Star Trek castmate to uh, fill in for him there so yeah that was really fun. And uh, a little less fun, but they uh, also released a promo, kind of the same thing, a viral marketing thing for uh, Captain America Civil War. And this features Leslie Bibb. She played the reporter in the Iron Man movies. Oh, oh yeah. And so it's essentially... He slept with her. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's essentially oh, right. okay. it's the blonde. Uh, and I guess she's dating... Uh, um, Don't say Bucky. No, what's the uh, <laughs> uh, what's the villain? Justin Hammer. Uh, oh, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Um, just a little side note, but anyway, it's essentially it's kind of like a Fox News, CNN oh, okay. kind of debate where she's you know uh, going up against the um, uh, she's going up against uh, another political pundit <laughs> talking about whether or not. The superheroes are good or bad, and whether they need to be, mm-hmm. you know, restricted. So it's a short; it's just a couple minutes, but you can check that out online on our Facebook page. And uh, some exciting comics, beer, and sci-fi news: we are now on iTunes, so That's you very can uh, go to their little podcast uh, section of iTunes and subscribe to us, and you'll get all of our. Our episodes automatically That's pushed out cool. right to your phone or tablet. Oh. Or I, I should say iPad because I think it's only Android to this Correct. tablets, right? Well, so does that mean we're uh, one step away from getting on Google Play? Yes. We, uh, we have uh, just this week uh, Google announced that they are going to start doing podcasts. Okay. So our podcast has been submitted. It's just waiting approval, final approval. So, yes, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, uh, for all you non-Apple folks out there. They're there. You'll be how did, how, how did, they, did they ever say, like, how they're going to approve us? Like, what criteria we have to uh, stand by to it, for them to approve there's us? There's a whole bunch of technical stuff, so they don't really look at the content of the podcast. Yeah. It's just... They just want to make sure it fits and it's right and it works. Yeah, does your feed... You know, work properly. Does it interface? Do you have all the specifications that Apple requires? So, because they don't want to deal with people saying, "Hey, I tried to get this podcast and it wouldn't come down." So, me yeah. like begging them right now would not do any good. No, like, no. please take our podcast, please. <laughs> well, that might work with Google. I don't know, yeah. but like, <laughs> I love Google Plus. They're in mm-hmm. Birmingham. You could just go down the down the road here, um, and. Um, yeah, we should do some. If you think that'll help? Do some signs. I was going to say signs, but I guess you could take it that other I'm way. Gurgle your testicles. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I said that. I Google think iTunes just kicked us back off. <laughs> yeah, <up. yeah>, right. <laughs> okay, uh, the the bonus features for the home video release of Deadpool were announced this week. Oh, okay. And it looks like just a ton of stuff. But what I found more 
interesting was the advertisement for the bonus features was more entertaining <laughs> than Bat- the entire Batman vs. Superman movie. <laughs> Just because... They had Deadpool scribbling in oh, all these little so notes and it's like you know safe word not included with the gag reel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um <laughs> So yeah, Deadpool continues to be the most entertaining yeah. superhero movie uh, did, um, in recent memory. Did you guys see how it should have ended? Have you ever seen that on YouTube? Oh, they, the animated yeah, version? Yeah. yeah. And then uh who posted it? Richie posted yes. the that um um because I'm Batman. Oh uh, yeah, that was so that funny. I, I completely, I, I've, I've only just seen. Because I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying that. Because I'm Batman. Batman. Well, it for people so who haven't funny. seen it, you might want to fill fill us in here. Yeah, I'll, I'll put, I'll put links to it in the, um, in the comments below the uh, podcast. Um, basically, it's Superman and Batman sitting in a, in a uh, booth at a diner, and. There's the, the, the ones we've seen. In fact, there's a, there's a mashup. There's a, a one long mashup where the, the guys uh, from the Avengers eating shawarma, they're eating shawarma in the booth, and there's Superman on the end and, and Batman on the end, and Batman's trying to make time with, with Black Widow. <laughs> and uh, somebody comes up. Who was it? Oh, quit. one of them was where Quicksilver comes up and says, why are you guys sitting with Bruce Wayne? And they're, I'm not Bruce Wayne, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. I have seen <laughs> yeah, I was able to look up your mask. Yeah, and you right. didn't notice. <laughs> yes, I did see yeah, that one. There's, I mean, and there's, uh, oh, what is it? That uh, was with live act. That was live action, right? No, that, no, was, that was all animated. No, no, it was, was all animated. animated. Oh. It's, it's, it's really expertly done. These guys, it's obviously what they do for a living, or they're very talented. They've got a, a great hobby. Um, when... Uh, who said it? Uh, was it Thor that said, how come I have to sit in Thor's lap? I thought I would piss myself right there. It's really funny. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like South Park. Yeah, Wanda said that right, like it, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Yeah, she and she's sitting there and she set him on fire. She set Batman on fire because he's making trying to make time with her and she zaps him. And says, oh, the bats, the bats! Oh, this is scary! Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for that link. Yes, I'll. We put can that. watch it. Yeah. Um, in other superhero news, the Inhumans movie. Oh yeah. Has been removed from the Marvel schedule. Mark, uh, any. Wait. Any reasoning uh, you think behind? I'm that? wondering if it has something to do with the conflicting with the TV show, the the Agents of Shield, because that that, that Inhumans plays a big role. Right, but they're not in the, in, the, in. It's a bad name on the on the TV show. It has nothing to do with the Inhumans in the comic books. Well, well yes, it does. I mean, it's um, well, they're they calling them they're calling mutants on the TV show because it's the Marvel Universe and not Fox owns the rights right. to use mutants. The word mutants. Right. They're they're. they're those characters are called Inhumans on the show, and I think those are the same Inhumans. They, I mean, it's the same universe. The TV show is the same right, universe. But Crystal and Medusa and um, Black Bolt—they're oh, not mutants. They're Inhumans. No, but they've morphed it to kind of fit into the Marvel movie. I mean, universe. those guys existed before the X Men. But again, they don't have the ability to. You know, right, they can't have more. Brand yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so that's the humans is, is, is Marvel's brand of mutants. All right, but the t- I think it has something to do with the, the TV show. The I think that they're trying be. to. It sounds like they're trying to separate the show from the the move the TV show universe. Oh, that makes from, sense from the yeah, movie universe from a marketing standpoint because of the two uh, between Feige and that other what's that other guy's name? The guy in charge. Or something. Yeah, he's in charge of the TV series. Uh, 
TV, all the TV shows, and it sounds like they're trying to separate them or something. Because well, I have a feeling it's just the fact that they're relying on the Inhuman storyline more and more on Agents of Shield, mm. so that by the time the Inhumans movie were to come out, they've probably already drained that well dry. Right, but I also have a theory. <laughs> yes, Q. What is that? Possibly with all these newer movies coming out, they're, so, they're them being so successful, they're coming out with their sequels, and that's changing the slate around because they didn't expect those movies to. Well, uh, case in point, Ant Man and the Wasp was not right. on that original agenda, but it did so well. Neither, neither was Guardians Two. I mean, before right before Guardians came out, didn't they announce a Guardians three now too? Yeah, so so now they're throwing that into the mix. So things are constantly changing by the success of the new properties coming out. Right, watch Doctor Strange will be a big hit. Then they're gonna have to make Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and it's gonna change the whole you know the whole um, continuity of right. what their schedule. Yeah, know? that's not even talking about Black Panther, the third Thor movie, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel. So yeah, yeah. when's that Ragnarok thing coming? Spider Man. And well, speaking of Spider-Man, we've got some interesting developments. Robert Downey Jr. is confirmed, signed, sealed, delivered as Tony Stark in the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Really? So last week we talked about how Ke how Kevin Feige teased the fact that other Marvel characters, oh, right, that he would share. Yes. Yeah, so now he's getting it the biggest his brand, and they oh gotta, absolutely there's got to be there's got to be payola. And Robert Downey is I. Uh, arguably the biggest marvel star so it makes sense right if anyone's going to be in the spider-man movie that is right because be after Downey. after civil war we know or because of civil war at that time in the books peter parker works for tony stark so once civil war comes out then any spider-man movie that still has peter parker because it could be that other kid um but the mature peter parker works for tony stark he's a part of stark industry so and, yeah. you know, it makes sense because, really, we've had three Iron Mans. We don't need another solo Iron Man movie. No. So if they want to just put Robert Downey in every Marvel movie, that's fine with me. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll love to see him, but, you know, not in his own movie. Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, they bring Oscorp into the Spider-Man storyline. And since Oscorp is a military contractor also. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned Oscorp because... Um, Excuse me, Robert or um, Michael Keaton was rumored to be in talks for the villain role in Spider-Man: Homecoming, but as of uh, a day or two ago, it was announced he was out of the running. So he was in, and then is out. that a Birdman thing? What's uh, that could be? That could be. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean so Vulture. I Vulture was a, a Doc Ock um, permutation where where Vulture DNA was fused to a human, and he becomes a real vulture mm -hmm. at least that's in the current in the current playing in the books vulture was just a guy in a vulture suit which gotcha. is kind of ridiculous but it could have been anybody at that point but yep. from what i saw in the um hi gel guest hi. appearance surprise yeah surprise surprise um in the uh in the there there was something i think i asked you about the um the spider gwen um trailer She's talking to yeah the fan Vulture. trailer yeah. yeah the fan trailer she's talking to Vulture and it's a guy whose total face is morphed into a vulture so I mean it's a lot of makeup but 
All right, Jill, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. You've got some big shoes to fill. Oh, gosh. Not just sho- big shoes, but big everything to big fill. Big seats to <laughs> fill over Big here. shirt, big pants, <laughs> yeah, big yes. whitey tighties. Q yeah. has, for the 50 million time, quit the show. Yeah. Oh, God. So you're, you're going to Why, because we're not talking about fill. Batman? Exactly. <laughs> we didn't well, we are talking about much. Batman, but in a disparaging fashion. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because we're Batman. Well, speaking of Batman, I did want to uh, briefly talk about Prince. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, as a massive fan myself, oh. I was trying to figure out how we could shoehorn him into the conversation today. And right away, the first thing off the top of my mind is the Batman soundtrack from the original right. Tim Burton movie. Right, with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholson is dancing down the street to a Prince. That was a great soundtrack. Yeah, pulls out the... The, the 45 with the with the 22 inch uh, barrel and shoots down the bat plane well the mm. uh, the reason why I brought it up uh, yeah. was just because um, at the time I hated I love Prince but I hated hated the music in the movie mm-hmm. I just thought it totally stuck out like a sore thumb uh, and so I did a little research and apparently Tim Burton wanted to use the song's 1999, right? And uh, "Baby, You're a Star," and oh, so okay. he talked to Prince because Prince was uh, on the Warner Brothers music label. Oh, and Warner Brothers was producing the movie, so they thought it would be a good little, you know, uh, synergy there. Right, absolutely. Uh, so Prince saw a rough draft of a rough cut of the movie, loved it so much, said, "You know what?" Forget using my old songs. I'm going to write and record an entire new album of music. So he literally played every instrument, wrote every song. Wow. The only thing that he used was some music samples and then right. some samples from the actual soundtrack. The one song I didn't like was that main song the he did. The Dance? Because it sounded like the TV show. Gotcha. It was reminiscent of yes. the TV show. And it yeah, was it was just, kind of more like a hip hop version. Batman, you know, yeah, bad had dance. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that those were those were trumpets, right? <laughs> That's it wasn't really sh- people singing. Those no, were no, trumpets. No, during the opening credits of ba- the TV show, you're talking about, right? Yeah. You know, they say Batman. That's, those are Batman. trumpets. Those are, there's no human voices in that soundtrack. Sound like it. Yeah, I know. Well, that was I some know. good trumpets. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Funky trumpets. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say you hate that, but those are like classics now. Like my two-year-old, my one-year-old, her first word was Batman. No, I didn't like it associated with the new movie. Yeah. 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 I liked the old TV show. I just didn't like that sound with the new movie. Yeah, and maybe that was subconsciously why I didn't like it, is that it was too campy. It was too reminiscent of the TV show, whereas with the movie i wanted to be darker and more yeah. mature yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah um, cuz you never seen the joker do the stuff he did in the show that he did in the movie in terms of like killing yes. people squirting yeah. acid on people right. you know right <laughs> stuff like well, that well there was there was a whole thing in the there was a whole thing in the books or was it on tv where if you got if you got the joker gas your face turned into his face Everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, which is well. That's kind of what happened with the cosmetics in the movie. Everywhere, yeah, every, yeah. Joker, Smilex, yeah, Smilex but, uh, gas. To bring it right. back to Prince, yes. Um, mm-hmm. That album, even though I wasn't a fan, it was number one for six weeks in a row. Wow! And it was kind of a return to form for Prince because the last or the kind of the two previous albums, the sales had slumped. Because don't forget, it was only four or five years prior that he did Purple Rain, 
which right. was just the massive album movie. Right, but that was the 80s. People were still doing massive amounts of drugs and everything <laughs> Yes, sounded lots good. of cocaine. Yeah. Um, and I remember that summer, there wasn't a lot of good, a lot of high-profile movies came out, but they were not good. Star Trek V, Ghostbusters 2. I mean, those were two of the movies. Uh, Karate Kid 3, I think, came out. A lot of those movies weren't really good. Yeah, and I think it was the the success of the movie that made the album so successful. Uh, They kind of helped each other out there. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you think it was really the album that sold itself or... I think it was the fact that it had Batman right. on the cover, you know. Right. So you got all the Batman fans buying it. And then, of course, you always were going to have the Prince fans buying it. And in other Prince news, um, many theater chains across the country are showing Purple Rain on the big screen. <laughs> oh. I know that the AMC theaters, um, there's a couple here in the Detroit area that are running it this weekend. Uh, there's a bunch that are going to show it throughout the week. So check your local listings, as they say. <laughs> And uh, uh, you can see Purple Rain on the big screen where it's meant to be seen. Um, and just generally speaking, you know, I just want to give lots of respect to Prince. You know, we talked about David Bowie when he passed away. I think for a lot of people, <clears throat> Prince was just as big, if not bigger, for well, them. if not four or five inches shorter, but yes, definitely. Yes, uh, figuratively <laughs> speaking, not uh, literally. Right. He um, was such a pretty man. Well, you know, I was going to ask you that because... <laughs> All the women that I know are just gaga for Prince. I mean, beyond just his music, of course, which I think everybody loves. He but definitely has his own sex appeal, I guess, but he's pretty. Well, that's what I always, I always thought I he was so feminine. I could get makeup tips from him. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see that uh, passport picture that went around uh-uh. just a couple of months ago? Mm-mm. This is the world's best passport photo you've ever seen. They posted it online. Yeah. It's like he did a whole photo shoot for it because... The, the afros, perfectly round, the makeup, the facial hair, everything. Oh, yeah. Well, you can submit your own photos. You no, I know, but who else would go to that extreme to have such a professionally... Yeah. I mean, it, you could have put that passport photo on the cover of any magazine uh, you know, in the but now country. Now that he's passed, I wonder if they're going to show pictures of what he actually looks like. Yeah, without all the... Oh, uh, well, he's yeah. a very eccentric character. If any of you have seen that uh, 30-minute video of Kevin Smith doing stand-up, talking about working with him... Hmm. He, he he tried. Kevin Smith tried to get him to um, uh, try to use one of his songs uh, for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So he tried reaching out to him, and when he did, Prince reached reached back and said, "Hey, uh, I would like you to do a documentary of me." And then when, so Smith's whole interaction trying to deal with Prince and his people, he he goes into this long like it's a thirty minute video of him talking about it, but he goes into the stories on how he, how difficult it was trying to deal with just getting with Prince. He trying seems to like me- he'd be very high maintenance. He was okay. very high maintenance, very eccentric, and it was a funny story. And I I posted a I, well, I didn't post a link. I put a link on our on our texts. I think yeah, post, we to- post it on our Facebook page. Yes, and, but it, uh, it was really funny. Or in the YouTube comments, it, it's a really funny story about how eccentric Prince was. I mean, he was a, he was a genius, but when, when even with geniuses, you're dealing with that fine line of yep. insanity, you know. <laughs> and this and dealing with him and his people was kind of an insane well, experience. Mike Smith. The favorite story that I uh, I heard it was actually a Chris Rock interview, and he asked him about uh, the Michael Jackson album Bad, and he said, "Hey, I heard you were going to be in uh, the music video for Bad," and he goes, and Prince said that yes, he Michael wanted me to play the Wesley Snipes. Part, which was the rival gang who they were going to fight. 
And Prince said, you know what the first line in that song is? Your butt is mine. And then Prince said, I'm not being in any music video where another man is telling me my butt is yours. <laughs> so he said, I, I turned him down. So that just, to me, that kind of epitomized Prince. He had a great sense of humor. He right. was very smart about his brand. Yeah. You know, like when well, he turn, turned his name to Symbol. Out well, you of know, protest. he bought all of his songs off YouTube. You cannot YouTube one. No, person. I was looking actually. Yeah, I, they, that made, was a, a they very made a big deal about that. To make. Well, he, because he didn't. You want to make sure you don't get any album sales is put all your stuff online and one person buys it and everybody hears it. And they said uh, this article I read in, uh, I think it was Entertainment, um, and that's exactly what it was. He took everything off of no YouTube, no no nothing. In fact, there was only one. Do you remember the one place that you could buy them? Because there's a, there's a, apparently he, he allowed one. I'll... Put, I'll push okay. that on the site well, in, too. In, in 2010, yeah, he famously yeah. said that the no, internet was on the way out. <laughs> yeah. So as as a genius, musical genius as he was, you know, technology. Right, but I don't he think obviously really... wasn't hurting for money, so he didn't no. need. No. If you, did you see his Paisley uh, Park Studios? I'd never. I knew he always had this famous recording studio. Yeah. But I only saw it. Uh, on the news this weekend it is huge it's like a little mini city he lives there records there and uh all the mourners that were outside of the studios his employees were handing out purple gift boxes (laughs) to everyone so i mean you know he was loaded and there's all these stories that are now coming out how he just donated incredible amounts of money to all these different groups and charities and he said my one stipulation for me to donate is that you don't tell anyone. I don't want anyone to know that I'm donating. Wow, very I want, yeah. So to me, it's e- not not easy, but I could see why people would want to go and give out a big life size check and you know right. stand in front of the crowd and get publicity. Public relations, yeah, yeah but PR. but to do it secretly, you know, uh, you know well, totally it's not under easy the to radar. be a private person t- these days. Yes, and that was the other thing they said that no one knew. You know, that he was dealing with all this hip problems from years of jumping off the stage. That's, and I heard he was, he was going to need a, a trans uh, a hip replacement. Yes. But he can't get uh, blood any kind of blood transfusions because he's a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that was, that was the obstacle. And so, yeah, he was on a lot of pain medication right. for the hip. And I think that's what they're now saying is that he OD'd on, on Percocet. So, which is I sad. Know you be- could get those because he was just on Saturday Night Live. He was just out performing. Yeah. So this was a man who was vital and he active. He was young. And, he was still full of youth. Yeah, and he he He's sounded great. He looked great. 57. So it was even for a fifty-seven, he probably so. had a body of a thirty-year-old. Yeah, I mean, he looked yeah. great every night if he wanted. They were lined up out back. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Okay, we just have a few more quick news items. Um, the Doctor Who uh, companion was announced yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, for people who aren't familiar, the Doctor Who is usually, you know, uh, an older white dude, <laughs> although the last few iterations have been a little younger. Yeah. Uh, and then they always have a cute you know, very white companion. Yeah. So they mixed it up this time. They have a uh, a young lady named Pearl Mackey, 
who looks of African American descent. Well, of well some Martha sort. was Martha was black. Um, uh, well, Mickey, I'm talking Mickey about the was last, black. The last several, because you had Clara. No, well, no, no. Uh, the Eccleston, the Eccleston. Who? No, no I'm talking series? about the last couple oh, of oh, companions. Oh. Well, those, what was the, the, the girl from Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, Karen Silas Gillum, and then there. Well, was, you know, it used to be a solo act. The first four Doctors had no companions. The only uh, Tom Baker had uh, Sarah Jane and Canine, but. The the first the first four guys before that had no companions at all, and th- they were really old. White yes, guys. those were old. Yes, um, and this what I call the new incarnation of Doctor yes. Who. They had um, what yeah. was the Billy Piper, right? Yeah, and and As her Rose. and her um, boyfriend of color. Yep, Mickey, yep. and she'll be at the Motor City Comic Con, by the way. Oh, goody! So maybe we can try to talk to her. Okay, the last uh, news item we have: uh, Amelia Clark. From Game of Thrones, the Mother of Dragons, mm. she announced that she will not be returning to the Terminator franchise, which is surprising because I think it's still in question as to whether or not there's going to be any more Terminator movies. Yeah, um, Arnold did go on the record last week to say that, oh yes, we're getting the ne- the new movie ready. Yeah. So apparently, it is going forward. The Chinese box office for the Terminator was massive. Really? And so I think that might have been enough to push it over, you know, the... Uh, okay, Q. We didn't have you over there. Um, Arnold's getting so old. I'm waiting to see, like, how they're going to end the Terminator movies. Like, what are they going to do with him? Well, what they should have done, which they, I think they tried to do with, what was it, Terminator Salvation, where they, they show what happens after the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Why they haven't done that yet is beyond me. It's like, let's keep going back to contemporary times over and over again. Yeah, they again. need to fight the existing you know, robots of the future and try to destroy them to bring civilization well, back. But in Genesis, the, the, the problem that happened with Genesis is the AI... Skynet isn't, uh, isn't in a box anymore. It's on two legs. It's in a, it's in a, uh, it's in a robot. And he's all but tel- uh, telepathic. He and I mean he's wireless, anyways, What's and controls everything. And every time somebody comes back and does something, he sends somebody to the future to to, to kill him. It's it's like a bad endless loop. Somebody's right, which is why you have to keep going farther and farther back. And you need well, Doctor no, you Who need to, to fight him in the future. You need to find some way that in the future you can take out Skynet, a la the Matrix. Because that whole thing with the with Genesis was very Mr. Smith to me, you know, where oh. the the Matrix was embodied in these, you know, evil bad right. guys kind of a thing. They were like all nanobite technology yeah, or something. So maybe they need to flip it and send somebody from the past into the future. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Terminator <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> well, he was a vampire hunter, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now we're talking. All right, now speaking of Game of Thrones... Uh, Brad, we've got some uh, some Game of Thrones yes. ale, I believe. So it's uh, Brewery Omegang, Cooperstown, or Cooperstown, New York. So you can go get some baseball paraphernalia while you're going to check this place out. Game of Thrones, Iron Throne, Blonde Ale, 6.5% ABV. Must uh, please serve at 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, it is uh, not bad. It says... Omegang ales are incomparable, yielding unique flavors and aromas inspired by deep insight into Belgian brewing. 
We've been drinking a lot of Belgian brew lately. The, I, the flavored I think stuff. That's, that's what speaks to the, me. The I raspberry, the raspberry brew, yep, the cherry yep. brew. That's all been it's um, all sweet. I like Belgian. It. Yeah, because this is an ale, but it's not very hoppy. No, it's know? it's it's so not it, bad it's, at all. It's very makes drinkable. me want to go eat a waffle. Yep. <laughs> Each ale offers perfect balance Just and no pure steamers. drinking pleasure. I'm not. I'm not sure about pure drinking pleasure, but. Blonde ale with malty sweetness and a touch of fruity spiciness, noble hop aromas, and notes of citrus suitable to serve to kings or pretenders to the Iron Throne. And really? it's 6.5%. Yeah, I said that. So not too bad. Pour slowly so as to not disturb the Okay, we don't, the the whole, uh, we don't need the whole bottle yeah. right there. Thank yeah. you. We need to go into the whole history of the brewing yeah. company. Yeah, this is almost as dull as a Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> this is like stereo instructions. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, do we have As any long as I don't get killed off, I'm fine. <laughs> Game of Thrones is coming back tonight. Tonight. This is Sunday, so it'll be Sunday night. Um have you guys watched any Game of Thrones? Oh, I watched. I've seen them all. Oh, okay. Mark, what's your what's your take? I've got a, you know. Uh, I want to see how they're bringing Jon Snow back. Well, is that has that been confirmed? I'm sure they are. Come on. Well, but are will he? Be I've, I've heard rumors from people who read the books that okay. he's still alive. Okay, but not in human form, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah. Probably some question. other other form of. Supernatural, yeah. whatever. Now, what's your take on the show in general? Oh, I love For it. people that haven't seen it, what would you say to encourage them to watch? If you like good old-fashioned fantasy with a little adult fair, like with nudity and lots stuff. Lots of boobs. Lots of boobs. and Boobs are good. And, I'm a big uh, fan of boobs. Lots, lots of cool action. It's a, it's got some great stories, some great characters. The, you know, the, is it? I'm trying to remember. Is it Tyrion Lannister, the the dwarf? That's his name. Oh, he is so good, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah, yes. yeah. One I of the I best actors out there. Now. His father's name's very similar to his. There's Ty, Tyron and and. Ty, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's I can't tie keep, something. I can't keep track. of Tyrion or Tyrion is half the characters on Game of Thrones. I don't. I don't know who they just, are. Just like I don't that know what honest trailer are. video of, oh, of Game so of Thrones, good. where they where the guy sitting there trying to figure out everyone's names. Like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know like, who this guy is. It's, this it's guy? on our Facebook page. Check out. Oh, it it's so, so funny because most of these characters you're not going to remember because there's so many of them. Yes, a lot of and they're, and they're odd names. Well, I mean, they, don't, isn't Game of Thrones one of those things where? People get killed indiscriminately all the time. Nonstop. Anyways. Yeah, there's a lot of people who die, so you forget about them, you know. But there's like there's a, there's a couple that you always remember because because like they they they're constantly said during the show like Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. You know, like one guy keeps repeating himself. Seems like the people that come from that show have a pretty stable career afterwards, though. My thing about Game of Thrones, besides the confusion with all the characters, is that there are many episodes that I just found find almost unbearable to watch. It's characters talking that I don't remember who they're who they are. Uh, it's just un, un, unenjoyable for me in a lot of ways. But then what will happen is there'll be an awesome episode that's like one of the best things I've ever seen on TV and it's like oh shit I got to keep watching because then I got You never know one of those might show. Yeah, so yeah. there's like three or four <laughs> amazing amazing episodes per season. And then there's just a lot of, to me, a lot of filler. But you got to sit there and wade through it. You, you know? have to, yeah, because otherwise you won't know what's going on. And so that's I, how they keep you strong, though. It is, it is, and they and they kind of, I will say, wisely have been doing 
one book per season. Um, so they're not trying to, to rush it, put packing too much in, or they're not trying to drag it out. Although now they are caught up to the books. George R. R. Martin has not written the final book or books, if oh. there's going to be more. So, H- so maybe they'll stick to the storylines. So I think, yes, what they'll do is that will force them to kind of work with the established characters that they have and not keep spinning off new characters and new plot threads mm. and things like that. So the one, one, one other good thing I like about the show, it's very cinematic. Oh, it feels like you're watching a movie for yes. sure. And they actually, I think they did put out some of the episodes in the theaters for a limited release just mm-hmm. because it is, like I think, the most expensive cable show ever produced. Um, so it is good. I will say initially it's what's uh, called soft fantasy where the fantasy elements are there but they're kind of pushed to the background. I prefer my fantasy up front and, uh, and center, but uh, the, the acting is great. The writing, for the most part, is really good. Um, so I, I do recommend, uh, if you haven't seen any episodes, catch up on it because it, it, it is a great show. I like how they do the fantasy, though, because it's real. It's almost realistic. If back in those times there was supernatural things, how people would deal with them. Well, actually, the, this has no Earth history involved in this. Right, this but I'm just t- saying. <laughs> well, it does have a kind I'm of a gritty saying, medieval right, feel to it's it. The, like, in those times, people, you know, were afraid of everything anyways. Yeah, you had to come up with all these crazy explanations for why there was snowstorms or, mm. you know, why the, the there was an eclipse, you know, it was some kind of crazy demonic thing, you know. Uh, yeah, it was always so, something biblical. So what it does mm-hmm. is it kind of takes those superstitious concepts that people actually had and turns them into reality. So I think that is what's kind of brilliant about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish they, I could keep the damn character straight, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of uh, HBO shows returning tonight, uh, the other one I thought we should mention is Silicon Valley. Oh. That comes back. It's on after the Game of Thrones. It is the funniest show on TV. I'm not even joking now. That might be... The geek in me saying that, I don't know how the average person feels about it, but I laugh my ass off on that. And it's I think it's going into its third season, so I definitely recommend that, uh, again, if you haven't seen it, check it so out. So what's, what's the plot? Well, it's about a startup company in Silicon Valley. So okay. you're dealing with a, a room full of geeks trying oh, okay. to navigate the tech world and the business world oh, and it's okay. created by well co-created by mike judge oh yeah i know who that is the office beavis and butthead an office space so it has a uh, it has an office space vibe to it so like okay. that dry kind of humor yes very dry yeah they don't like know they're big being bang. funny but very <laughs> no but uh, big bang but smart <laughs> not to slam big bang but well uh, big bang theory is is too smart no big bang theory is "Quote unquote smart comedy for dumb people." That's my personal <laughs> oh. opinion. Whereas Silicon Valley is smart comedy for smart people. If that, you know, oh, if that very makes, dry. If that makes any sense, <laughs> yeah, I think it does. But I will say this: Silicon Valley. I don't want to sell it as being like too cerebral. It is very raunchy. It is very risque. It is HBO. Oh, right. I was going to say, it's on HBO. It can't. So, it's not rated G. Yeah, so I think it was the first season, final episode. They did a whole episode where these guys were kind of trying to come up with the fam- the best uh, dick joke. 
And it was so funny. I was laughing my ass off. They were taking in measurements and all this. Stuff. Oh my god! It I'm gonna have to great. check that out. On, you on gotta demand. check. I'm gonna get you HBO just for that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see it. It is really really good. Okay, so um, some movie news. We're gonna kind of skip over that because there wasn't really a lot good that came out this week. Uh, the Huntsman's Winter War, the yeah. sequel, yeah. Uh, came out. It's yeah. gotten horrible reviews. Doesn't look like it's going to make much money. Uh, Mark, did you? No, I did not check this out, but I heard it's Emily Blunt's worst performance ever. They mm. said. Yeah, yeah, it just does not. I mean, I thought visually it looked pretty good, and based on the trailers, I did want to see it. But the reviews, they've just been tearing it apart. So people and um, and uh, critics. Uh, well, the box office has yet to be. Uh, What's the renowned. audience's uh, reception of it? You well, know. the audience reception is the box office. So, as soon as that gets released, which is usually Sunday afternoon, so we're not quite to that point yet. Um, what did it make on Friday? Do they say? I, you know what? I had so little interest in this movie that I didn't even bother uh, no researching it. Don't blame me. Um, did you, Mark? I know you always see something. You did, you had to have gone to the theaters this week. Jungle Book? I saw something, but it wasn't sci-fi, comic related. Okay, just quickly. It was Everybody Wants Some, which was an awesome movie. All right, tell us uh, who takes, made it. It's by Richard Linkletter, the director of Boyhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And School of Rock and the Slacker. Slacker was yeah, School of, School of Rock was and, a great movie. And uh, it takes, this is about, uh, 19, takes place in 1980 at a college. Uh, oh, I saw that. I saw that trailer. It's, it's was about, it really it's, good? It's, it's, yeah, it was it's, way it's too flashback. For me. College baseball team and the antics they they get into. Yeah, and it's it's a throwback to. It was like a little the, too annoying. It was it was too close to home. I think. Yeah, but I thought it was great. It was, I'm it was sure, very I'm entertaining. Sure it was very funny. Had a great 1980 soundtrack. Well, it's being called the spiritual sequel, sequel. to Days and Confused. Yes, which oh, it is. It is. So it's different characters, Before but time. it's essentially. If those characters had age progressed into the 80s, where would they be now? Yes, pretty much, yep. They would be college students. And, and so what's the basic gist of the storyline? It's about this guy Yeah, it, it focuses the focus, The main thing character uh, is this dude who just he ends up getting on the college baseball team. He's a, he's a freshman, and, you know, he's got to deal with... He's a Boy the, Scout. Well, he's got to deal with the older... Guys yeah. on the team hazing him and stuff yeah. like that, and then he enter, ends up integrating himself in with the group, and then they. Right, but isn't he even after they do shitty stuff to him, he's still nice to them? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Total Boy Scout. Yes. <laughs> and it's got some great characters too, because there's like you know it's like about ten or twelve guys on the team, you know that yeah, of course have all different types of dynamics and yeah. to their character, and um, and it's just a uh, one series of events after another where they just you know. Going through life, uh, it all takes place over a weekend. It seemed very animal housey to me. This though. takes this takes place over the the weekend right before the school starts. Okay, right so there's they, so oh. there's no comic books, there's no sci-fi, but you still recommend it. Yeah, I still recommend okay. it. All right, let's move on uh, because this week was kind of a, a slow week in movies. Let's talk about some upcoming things. Uh, um, we've just, got a bunch of. Oh, can I ahead. give you? A, I just I want to give you a trans a transition from the news to something upcoming. The upcoming well, is we already passed on the news, but right. The, but the uh, the upcoming is the uh, Motor City Comic Con. And the news is, wasn't China going to be there and she's croaked too? She did pass away. Do we ever find out why, how she died? I'm sure it was drugs. I have no idea. But okay. the last couple of times I saw her, she looked, uh, not in person, but on TV or on the radio. Right. She either looked or sounded pretty strong. Because I, I just, because, because Q, whoever that is, 
um, posted um, on the Facebook page a montage of Prince in China, which I don't even see the relation, but they both croaked, so I'm, I can't remember who the third person was. But Doris anyway. Ro- Roberts. Right, 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 right. right. Ray Romano's that. mom. That's right. Thank you very much. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in because it does affect us because it's one less person for us to hound and scrape and, and um, what's the word? What do you do? What do you do to people? Stock. Stock. There you go. <laughs> At the Comic-Con where we will be with booths and, um, and joy. He, he, he irapes people. Yes, he irapes. I've seen that. I've seen yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you feel that? I, I totally felt that. And I was, I'm just sitting next to you. I just felt, I just, I just felt a little poke. I better clench up. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so uh, in movies. You better so yes. go to the hospital and get checked out. Oh, God. I don't want any extra DNA on me. Yeah. Rest in peace, China. Yes, indeed. Thank you. That's okay. all I wanted to go there. Excellent. Now we've got uh, uh, three new trailers. Yeah. Uh, the first of which was the uh, the second trailer or the first full trailer for Warcraft. Mm. Oh, we had a teaser trailer, That's but true. this is the first one that kind of gives us a, a a sample of what the story and the plot's going to be. Jill, do you play the game at all? I have not played the game. I've watched the game. I love it though. I love it. And what about the movie? How does the trailer look uh, to you? I didn't watch the whole trailer. I seen the teaser. But uh, the graphics look good so far. Uh, no complaints. I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I have to see more. Well, you, you've seen the commercials, right, where all the famous people who play it and want to be a, a 35th level stoner like um, the guy who bites heads off bats. Whatever oh, Ozzy? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a big – and his, his, uh, his avatar looks just like him, and it's pretty funny. Um, Mr. T plays – Right, every it's it's really I I think they've done great. <laughs> I pity the fool. Um, I really like the way they've they've marketed this from a game that, and I remember. I shouldn't remember, but I remember trying to play it on a four eighty six um, when it first came out, and everybody you couldn't play it alone. You had to play with people. So this was kind of the first big online. Game it, for it, for right a mega whatever they call it yeah, yeah, yeah huge interactive and that it's stuck and it, it's stuck and people played it and it's graduated from from PCs to the the PC gaming systems to the cinematics which is what sells all these games to all the people it's it's what it's what uh, fires up your imagination to let you play the game now how does the movie tie into the game is it a similar premise. Where you've got the different groups. Well, there's always there's all together. there's always factions, right? Okay. Um, I don't know if you un- if you know the um, the the idea of the orc, but orcs aren't natural. Orcs were created by wizards. Um, it's a it's a, a, a human demon hybrid, shunned by both. Um, it's basically it's a slavery story. Well, in the movie, what are the three factions? And obviously, you've got the humans, you've right. got the orcs, and the the, the magic users. And the, the, the well, power. Who are the big green guys? Those are the orcs. No, the the orcs are the guys that look like they have the pig tusks out of their coming out of their well, mouth. Well, yeah, but in the in the trailer, I'm just basically I'm not talking about the game. I'm yeah. talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah, trailer. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the green guys. Those are the orcs. Yeah. Those are the bad guys. Yeah. Then you've got the humans. Yeah. And then you've got the big huge. Actually, muscly. no, the huge muscly guys are the orcs. No, there's two groups. And that's the whole point of the trailer is that the humans have to team up with these huge, muscly creatures to fight the orcs. Oh. 
Obviously, you didn't see the trailer. No, Mark. I saw the trailer. That's not at the end. They're they're meeting up. What are you doing here? We're here the same reason you're here. They're they're teaming up. But no, I didn't see the third. I didn't. I don't. Well, I have no idea what's going on in this stuff. I never played the game before. I'm just. I just saw this commotion going on. It looks visually stunning. I'm just hoping that it's got a good script and there's some good characters involved. That's all I could say about it. Well, it's being directed by Duncan Jones, who yeah. did Moon and the, what was his follow-up? Source to Code. Source Code. Both really good character-based, really good, well-written mm-hmm. movies. So I'm hoping that he can take that element and introduce it into this heavy CG fantasy world. As far as fi- sci-fi and fantasy, I mean, even if you're not a gamer, the movie looks awesome. Oh, yeah. The effects look incredible. My concern is more having to do with the fact that it looks like they dropped in some real live-action characters into a CGI computer game. Mm -hmm. It looked a little bit too fakey, so hopefully that's just the trailer, and once we see it on the big screen... It'll, you know, all... It's like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit with CGI. Yeah, in re- yeah, exactly. Classic, though. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> the other big trailer that... Uh, well, there's a couple, but the other... Uh, the, the, the next one that came out after uh, Warcraft was the Jason Bourne trailer. I'm over it. Well, see, that was my initial reaction to this trailer because, you know, he says... Uh, He's coming back. And it's like, isn't this the fourth time he's fucking coming I back? I just think of family. Mad Damon. And in every trailer, they always <laughs> yeah. show someone go, it's Jason Bourne. Right. <laughs> it's like, I love Mad Damon. I love the other Bourne movies. I think when Bond was kind of in a lull, this really kicked Bond's ass in a lot of ways and forced them to become St- a little bit step grittier. Step up their game. Yep. And so I think... You know, Bourne has its place in the cinematic universe, and I wouldn't say, uh, you know, we talked a couple of weeks about oh. our favorite action movies. Um, I don't think that I would rank the Bourne movies at the top of the action movie uh, list, but I would put them at the top of the spy movie, the, you know, Subcategory. Genre. Yeah. What was so, the last Bourne movie? Well, there was, what would, there was the what, Bourne Identity. With Jeremy Renner, uh, that was the Bourne uh, Legacy? Yeah, I think it was Legacy. That was the last one. There was yeah, the Supremacy. Was, I thought it was terrible. Yeah, without Matt Damon. It was terrible. Yeah, and now they're really. bringing him back. Born, it was the Born Identity, Born right. Supremacy, Born Ultimatum, and then Born Legacy. Okay. And now you got Jason The, Jason the, the boring what? <laughs> yes. well, the, the boring identity? Why that's, I, I think, the uphill battle that they got going here. Because the stunts looked amazing. You know, got the truck plowing through the cars and through yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that, that looked good. And, and Matt Damon is a great actor. We know that. Um, and they're bringing back the original, or not the original director, but the the two best Bourne movies. They're bringing that director back, Paul Greengrass. Mm. Right, so, but who wrote it? I hopefully they got Tony Gilroy because he wrote the original Bournes. Uh, right. So hopefully they brought him back. I mean the the thing that the thing that struck me is he says, "I remember, I remember everything," and the 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 gal he's saying it to says. Well, it doesn't matter what you remember. You don't know the circumstances. Yeah. You don't know the context. Yep. You only remember your side of it. Yep. You don't remember what was really going on. And how does that help us? I mean, there's obviously they need to stop him because they don't want him to talk. But that's been the story for the other four movies. So how is this different? That was the frustrating part about the trailer was that they, they don't give you any clear indication of how this is going to be different from right. the other 
four movies now. Right. I mean, it's essentially it's a cash grab. I'll well, wait till it comes out on DVD. I'm hoping that with all the original team involved, that it's not a cash grab, but. We'll have to uh, wait and see. And where are they going to go with this whole series, too? I mean, are they going to intertwine him into with the Independence Day series and have the next movie called Born on the Fourth of July? That would be good, actually. And that's a great segue <laughs> to the last trailer of the week, which is um, Independence Day Resurgence. And so this is the sequel, obviously, to the, the original Independence Day. And we have seen a teaser, so this is the first full trailer. Right, But it's all over the place. They're just showing you who's who's still there. There's a shot of of Goldblum, and then some stormtroopers in a in a scary scene, and then it shows um, the, the tax uh, Judd Hirsch on his boat with uh, the the ships coming, the, and then there's more stormtroopers and right, and Bill Pullman saying some speech over over what I'm assuming is the all point the APB network that and the the it stops right when he's about to. To close it, like the the White House just got blown up again, like we saw in the first movie. So I, I really hope that this movie is not just a lot of fluff, because it it, it could really be. I mean, well, the only person who was really excited to see this movie isn't here. So well, wait a second. I I gotta stick up for the movie because while I was not a fan of the original Independence yeah. Day, this trailer. Looked about twenty times more action-packed, more special effects uh, than the original. Now they might just be jam-packing all the good stuff right. into one. Well, you saw what happened with PVS. Is you you what you by the time the third or fourth trailer showed up, it's like, ooh, this looks like a really great movie, and you found out that there's no transitions, there there's there's no explanation for why the this good looking right, scene but, meets but this good looking scene. We don't we had, we have nothing as of right now to base oh, it yeah, other yeah, than yeah. the trailer. So based on the trailer, right? But it's out. It's I coming out it in three great. months. How can they uh, May June last? Well, two they don't want to tell the whole story in a trailer. They they just want to get the audience to come in by looking by the visuals. Okay. Yeah, but the visuals but look even awesome. this trailer. Shows a lot. We see Will yeah. Smith, his character crashing and dying, and his son picking up the mantle. Vivica Fox is there, assuming that's his mother. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then we've got Bill Pullman, what I believe is Bill Pullman's With the daughter. Beard. Oh, the, the cute blonde chick from It Follows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, it looks like they're kind of pulling a Force Awakens. Where they're bringing back all oh, of the original yeah, okay, I see. cast, and they're kind of passing the baton on to the next right generation. because they've announced that there's going to be another half a dozen movies, so they want to let us know that they're re-energizing yes. the franchise. So, see reference to cash, cash right? Grab. So, this is yeah. the first of three planned uh, Independence Day movies, and they're probably going to kill off Bill Pullman because he's you know he's, he's the Han uh, Solo. Of he's the, the obvious uh, choice because. You know they got to bring back Jeff Goldblum because he has got the great lines, right. <laughs> all the zingers. I'm yeah. just amazed. Well, but it's been 20 years. He can't still be the president after no, 20 he isn't. years. He isn't. Oh, okay. I think he's just some probably some like, uh, you know, just like Bill Clinton is today. You know, he's he's still around. He's, okay. he's he could be an advisor. Sure, sure, you know? sure. I mean, and they could have they could have you know after an oh. invasion like that, they could have changed a lot of the Constitution That's and fair. had him become president a little bit longer, but he I don't think he's the president. In this, no, Seal, we see Celia Ward at a press conference in the Oval Office. Oh, okay. Or not the Oval Office, but in the White House. So I believe Celia Ward is now the president. Oh, okay. So Bill Pullman's probably playing like a sacred cow kind of character. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like the wise man, yep. you know, 
person. Yeah, because he was the leader that got him through the original attack. And uh, I will say this, um, from what I've been hearing, that in the original Independence Day, that was just those aliens that showed up were just the the scouting team that came. Right. Um, All the so, pawns, as Magneto would say. Exactly. So now in this <laughs> trilogy, we're going to get the main forces. So theoretically, you know, the challenge. Is it going to be an every be, two year cadence? Have they at least mentioned that we're not going to forget about the old movie before the next movie comes? I don't think they're going to go the for 20 years. No, no. <laughs> no, God, no. How no. about 30? 30 is good. Let's do 30. Dirty Let's hope dirty. everybody just dies who liked it before. We might have an actual alien invasion. Yes, by that exactly. Point. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got uh, one other trailer. We don't have to really go in depth with it because it is neither comic related or sci fi, but I did want to bring it up. The Magnificent Seven oh, yeah. remake. Yeah. I bring it up because Chris Pratt is really the reigning king of sci fi movies right now. Yeah. With Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic World, and his next movie, Passengers, with Jennifer Lawrence, is also a sci-fi movie. Yeah. So even though this is not sci-fi, I thought no, we could it's it's talk it's about good. It. It's it's a good trailer. The the um the the woman who gets wronged goes to the hero and says, "You got to help me." Which is Denzel need, Washington. Yeah, and then he says, "All right, fine," and he goes out looking for the best of the best, and he comes up to to Chris Pratt on the on the ranch. I love how they're so nonchalant, badass though. Well, you are. You're not. You kill people as soon as look at them. You kill somebody with a 45. You're like, badass oh, I got a because job. they're impossible oh, to shoot. That's why it was in the old west like that. <laughs> yeah. People were just killing people left and right. I mean, but they're was, so nonchalant about it. Like, oh. well, because if you had a heart, you. Would wouldn't carry a gun you, yeah, you'd, you'd be, be dead a, you'd be in a different line of work yeah I think. but he says he says oh okay so we're gonna do this great and how many guys you got he's you and me oh the two of us right okay let's go and then they show that <laughs> line of charging <laughs> yeah uh, horseback yeah. riders they call it the wild out. wild west back then you know because everyone was killing people left and right they were they're out for I love blood it though. and they're, gold but and they're just so badass like it's just casual like yeah just yeah. kill 20 I think people. it's interesting <laughs> about this <laughs> is uh, this is directed by Anton Fuqua and I think all his best movies has been Smile with Denzel Washington exactly. Training Day The Equalizer and hopefully this one yep because he's always been hit and miss with a lot well, of his movies I think movies. what would be interesting is to get a different perspective on the western because you got a younger African American director who doesn't have you know all the same baggage as probably right. a lot of Western yeah, directors yeah. like Kevin Cl- Costner, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, so this should hopefully be a fresh take. This on movie the trailer Western. almost reminded me of um, what's that movie with Jamie Foxx and they were in the West and Django and Django Chain. Chain. Yeah, it almost kind of made me have that kind of feel. Probably a well, little less hard edge yeah. to it, you know. Well, it's westerns, you know. <laughs> Okay, so now let's uh, let's r- wrap up our conversation that so we started. So I don't recall, is it PG-13 or R? I'm sure it's got to be PG-13 because okay. nowadays I was it's an rated movie. Well, no, because the last couple, because oh, Tarantino's be Westerns. R? You think Anton it is? Fuqua? I would not be surprised if it's R. That's why I asked, really? because I Django think. Unchained was a hard R. And Hateful Eight was a an extremely hard R. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be R. Magnificent Seven was a... I almost want to say a family movie. Right. I mean, I saw the original Seven Samurai and Which I would, dubbed. I would highly recommend everybody go and yes. check out the original because that is a classic, classic yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. 
Magnificent Seven is a great movie. It I'm was not awesome. Counting that, yeah. But go back to the original. That's so this is then the fourth iteration. Well, this or is the third movie version because there was a TV, wasn't there? Wasn't I think there so. Magnificent Seven TV show. And there's a there's a anime incredible. there's an anime um, st- story. It's the same story. Um, it's not called a seven. Any it's a seven something, but it's the same exact story. Um, which is also real good. I'll put the links in the. I'll put the links in the down below. Okay, so as I was about to say, uh, let's wrap up the conversation that we started last week. Mm. Uh, we had Ben Rowden from RoboZone on, and we talked robots, and we only got to the movie portion of our robot list. So uh, let's talk about some of the TV. Animated and comic book robots. Mark, do you still have your? Uh, your well, list I think I can handy? call them up. Uh, Twiggy from Buck Rogers. Twiggy. Twiggy. Tweaky. With the Tweaky or Twiggy? Tweaky with no, a K. No, no G. No G. No, I couldn't. T W I K K I. Twiggy. Twiggy. B D B D B D. Hey, Buck. Robot from Lost in Space. Now let me ask you. There was Robot and Robbie were very. Was that the same? Might be the same, it might have been the same actor in them. I don't know. Okay, because I know those two robots look, to me, almost Similar, identical. yeah. So I don't know. brothers. If, okay. So maybe it was well, just the Robbie same. Well, Robbie had a dome, and he was, a, he was a Michelin man, a black Michelin man with a dome. And Robot from Lost in Space actually had legs on, on treads, a big bowl okay. that spun, arms that came in and out on, arms that came in and out on with hooks, on the end, and he had a lampshade on his head. Okay, so it was, so, a, or it was like a, like a, it was like a lamp, like a glass, like, like a, a halo. Right, a right. It was his brain. It was actually yeah. a beautiful representation of a neural network. I was once I actually learned about it when I was getting my master's. It was fascinating what they had actually done and and, and represented to show that that was actually his synaptic activity, which is really if you cut our heads open and set us on a. a, a Fire us up with enough electricity. Our heads do the same thing. So it's it was a cool. similar design, but they yes. they made enough changes to where it is a yeah. unique. And and Robbie, Robbie was uh, autom- uh, autonomous. Okay. Robbie, it, you could, it, it was harder to put, turn him turn him off. He went about his business and did stuff. Robot had had very little independent. Uh, behavior. You had to tell him what to do or ask him to do something, and then he did it until it was completed. Remember when Robbie made all those bottles of liquor in, in uh, Forbidden Planet? Oh, Remember the, the cook from the spaceship asked him to make all these, all, produce all this bottle of liquor, and he cr- created all these like a thousand bottles of liquor. Uh, how did this robot do this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, he didn't really have. Did he have hands? I don't remember. I, I don't recall. He had he had like hands in rubber gloves. Yeah. Right. So he had the he had the de- the dexterity. All right. So uh, Brad, any uh, any. TV robots that you can think of? Um, well, my my all time favorite. and I keep losing my list. Um, uh, uh, what's it uh, from Futurama? Bender. Bender. That was on my list. That yeah, bite be- my shiny metal ass. That yes, was- exactly. Any any. And, I mean, the, and the the fact is that he was sentient enough to be so depressed that we find him. He is initially discovered in a suicide booth in the year three thousand. I think that tells the whole story. Um, about why he's my favorite. Uh, let's see from TV. Um, you guys didn't remember this, even though it was we we were able to sell it as a movie. Um, 
robot, but he was originally a TV robot in the nineteen the, the mid sixties. Get smart by Buck Henry was was Jaime. In, he was supposed to be put, go out as a uh, as a spy, and he was completely. Uh, he, I mean, it was a guy that had a fake panel on his Who chest. Played him. Oh God, Dick Sean, I think. Okay, but it, it was it was absolutely hysterical. Um, Master Cylinder. When I was a little kid, you ever saw Felix the Cat? He was like well, a trash an can. Let's, let's oh, hold on oh, to the only TV. Work. Only TV. Um, what else was only TV? Uh, well, I, will, I mentioned I mentioned uh, the Daleks last week. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, so, yes. so we didn't really have a chance to. Go Daleks into were it. primed. Uh, I think that interesting thing they weren't so much they weren't so much robots as they were transport devices. The inside was was like a. Um, well, that's how they started. They started as a way to uh, keep the survivors of some civilization alive inside these metal right the Dalek houses race. right right. And I think they've mutated over time so where they're primarily just robots because in the uh, the little promo clip that they showed yesterday uh, with the new companion, the Daleks are the featured villain, and oh. uh, Doctor Who describes them as a war. Uh, a war machine, and right, right. <laughs> she Be- asks, she asks, why did they say exterminate instead of just kill? And he's like, because exterminate takes longer. We, the more time with these people, the better. We need uh, more more chances to escape. So, because um, he's destroyed them completely and utterly like three times, times during the over, series. Yes, and then they all like in every single one of them, like a mushroom, they keep popping. Yes, back up, indeed, growing uh, everywhere. Oh, um, canine with the the dog. Also Do- Doctor Who's Doctor dog, Who. yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, I'm just going through our other list. Oh, we had a couple of uh, uh, $6 million man, bionic woman uh, entries, the, the Fembots <laughs> or Sloan. Yes. And I just remember those were the ones where the face plates came off and you just saw all the circuits yeah. and the... And the lights and everything. That was pretty freaking. I think I actually had an action or like a G.I. Joe size dial right. version of that. Yeah, there was the Android six sorry. There was the Android six million dollar man. Oh, there was an Android version yes. as well? Yes. Oh, and okay. uh, what about a giant robot? Japanese T V great oh, yeah. from the Johnny Sacco and his yeah. flying robot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. Don't don't forget the Sasquatch in, in Six Million Dollar Man. He was an android too. Oh really? Okay, yes. that I didn't know. Played by there was a couple of them, Andre the Giant and Ted Cassidy, played the 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 Sasquatch. Oh so yeah. For those of you who don't know who Ted Cassidy he is, played he Lurch. Played, played Lurch on the Adams Family. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now let's uh, let's uh, talk about some of our Brad kind of. Got a head start there, but uh, tell us about some of our favorite animated robots because there's a ton of them. Oh, we forgot Data. Can you imagine we forgot Data, Data from oh, television? Jeez, oh, yeah, that's one oh, of the most famous of all time. Since we're relegated to only having 25 letters of the alphabet in the office now, well, if Q was here, <laughs> he would have brought up Data. So I yep. love the we'll that, love the episode where Data got emotions and he got a sense of humor and he's like telling jokes that that they was told, the like, movie. Five was it in the movie? That was in Star Trek uh, Generations, I think. Oh, that was Generations? That's yeah. been so long since I've seen yes, it. That, yeah, that was yeah, their first yeah, movie. Yeah. So what was that, like a, uh, an emotion he chip ate, or yeah, something? Yeah, he put in like a that? chip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like cracking up. 
Yeah. Like, well, wasn't that kind of so like the episode Spock? Like uh, what, yes. Well, I just remember the scene when the ship is, is they had to detach the the disc part of the ship to go to crash into the planet, and you hear Data go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All, All right, right so in, in no particular order, even though mine was alphabetical, um, Astro Boy. Yes, classic. Now, did you see the movie version that they did? Not yeah, too the new one. Ago? I wasn't a big fan. No, the no. animation was really good. Yeah, yeah. But the, the old the old line, stuff is way better. Yeah. Um, uh, Baymax. Yes, you got to have Baymax. Yeah, that, that is great. He just it's, that's, he's just endearing. That's from help. the movie oh, Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Yeah, and then um, Big O. The anime, giant Big O. Big O. Yeah, that's is that a, the name of the movie? That it's a or it's an anime. Show? It's an animated. Um, yeah, it's Big it's O is the name a of the movie robot. Movie or TV show? No, it's a TV show. Okay, and what's the name of the TV show? Big O. Okay, yeah, you have yeah. you have it, to tell that to I'm the audience. Sorry, they I'm, don't have I'm telepathic sorry. abilities to read your fucking mind. Get to tell us. <laughs> get some ESP out there, folks. Um, I apologize. Podcasting one. Yes, Big O. No, Big O is the name of the show Thank and you. the name of the robot. Thank so you. I apologize. That was my assumption. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Now, if you're talking Star Wars, you don't need to say R two D two is from Star Wars, but right. Big O. I don't. Think, no, no. You're, I don't think uh, right. the average person is right. Heard of they're that. they're in the the in that particular show. It's a uh, dystopia dystopic future. Uh, the one percent is controlling everything and people are downtrodden and what caused this dystopic era was they had giant robots and they were called bigs and for some reason this guy can control and they're somehow bound and we don't know we don't really know why i think later we find out there's actually a genetic connection but it's actually good writing good action and um and i like it i watch it every time it's on tv um iron giant uh, oh, you got Disney it. Joy. You, you got to, yeah, breaks and out the kid in you. Here's a little news. Uh, they are doing a deluxe version coming out this fall. Um, I, I believe it's a Blu-ray loaded with just tons of extras and bonus material. Yeah. Because when it first came out, it really bombed at the box office. People quite, didn't realize what it was. Quite horribly, yeah. yeah. And so it's really built up a big cult following over yeah. the years. So finally, they're giving it the... The release, the home right. video release. Well, this that is it this is the time and age of sci-fi. It as it turns out, when it came out, it came out what almost fifteen years ago. It was ahead of its it time. Was. Yeah. It I really want to hear the Iron Giant say, "I am Groot." <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nice little bonus feature. That's on the, hysterical. Uh, on the Blu-ray, that would be cool. Um, so on um, Master Cylinder from Felix the Cat. Um, I don't. I always thought there was somebody in there. I thought it was a like a trash can that had somebody controlling it. And it turns out he is in fact a robot. Um, like Kenny Baker was in there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and he was in everything, wasn't he? Or uh, 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 Billy Barty. He was in. He was in almost everything when I was a kid. If it was small and it moved, Doctor Shrinker. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and the rest of my stuff is. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Optimus Prime and the other Transformers. Oh yeah. What's what? What do you guys think is better, the animated versions or the the movie versions? It depends on what you're talking. I about. I like the visuals from the movies better, but the, the cartoons suck. Cartoons are a little cumbersome. They're they're. Still too Hasbro-y, and they're they're directed to kids five and under. The movies, at least, the belief is they're for us, yeah. not just for the kids. They're supposedly for the kids who played with the 
with the toys that grew up, even though I'm on the wrong side of either end of that. But. They should take the scripts for the animated movies and make them live action. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be funny. Well, let's see. I'm looking at... Uh, Are we just talking about the animated ones right now? The Why? What do you got? Well, I'm talking about uh, Mystery Science Theater. Did we talk about those robots? That was on, that was the TV, but no, yeah. we didn't talk about well, that. Yeah, the, I just want to bring up uh, Tom Servo, Crow, T-Robot, and Gypsy. <laughs> That does bring up an interesting uh, topic because it seems like with robots, you've either got the villainous, kind of scary, badass robots, or you've got the comical sidekick robots. Right, right, right. And there's not usually much in between that. Isn't that funny? So they're either, you know, our friends and we love them like family or... We're afraid they're going to kill us and wipe us off the face of the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Red Tornado. Now, that's a comic book character, correct? Um, well, it's... it's these days, yes, it originated, so did Cyborg. But they're, they have prolific representation on television now, both in Young Justice and any Justice League stuff. Okay. So, so there's a lot of television animated representation I, of both of those characters. And I think Red Tornado was even on... Supergirl this past season oh, was one of the original uh, foes that Supergirl went up against. But um, he was a superhero, though. Oh, Red Tornado? What? Okay. Oh, so who's he, a. He's in charge of. Who's a robot, uh, an evil red robot then? He might, have, he might have been and was converted. I don't know okay. where he came from. He is a robot. Okay. Um, and he, I thought when they said he was in charge, in fact, I saw in Justice League that he's. He's a good guy, but I remember 35, 40 years ago, he was a bad guy. So that might be what you're thinking. Okay, yeah, maybe they went back to the origins of the Right, because Brainiac's the same way. The first four Brainiacs were evil bastards, and Brainiac 5 is a a teenage good guy. They've redeemed him. Right, exactly. Now, uh, I will throw out there, uh, it's not a specific character, but there is a whole comic book universe built around... uh, Robots versus zombies, or is it zombies versus robots? Um, the original storyline, because this was. I think, I've, I, think I know was, what you're talking about. I was out of comic book collecting by the time this came out, but right. the title grabbed me, so I went and picked one up. It's essentially it's about the end of the world. The only thing left are uh, zombies who have eaten off all the human race. And then the robots left behind by the humans who have all been killed right. off. Right. You you had us you 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 presented this to yes, us before. We gonna, I, I've looked at it. I've I've seen it. That's when where we were I talking it from. about uh, what comic books we'd like to see turned into movies. Yeah. Um, okay. And so apparently they've spun off this concept into a whole huge franchise of different books. So there's not a. A, a, a very specific character, but I did want to mention that. And what I l- really liked about it was that they were not humanoid characters. So I don't know if there's a term right, for that. Right, they're utility robots. Yes. So they don't look android or... S- right, so I, they're right. They're, they're, not, they're not humanoid robots. Yep. They're those utilitarian are, Those robots. are my favorite kind of robots, like WALL-E. Yeah. You know, uh, like Johnny Five that we talked about right, last week. Right. Where they clearly look like metal. Well, even Chappie, who had, who was anthropomorphized for the, for the whole story plot. Yeah, he had arms and legs. He but still he was, looked nothing like a human being. Correct. He was correct. obviously he was not going to pass. Correct. For for a skin job, as they say. Oh, I said I went there. 
And that was... was there goes was our that, iTunes. Was that AI? <laughs> What's that, that? Skin job? Skin job is what they called the robots in, in, AI, right? in Blade Runner. Oh, was it Blade Runner? Yeah. Robots freak me out because it's like, I don't know, you think about Ultron, like, what if they just had a mind of their own and took us over? Well, that's what so many great movies and... and Shows and comic yeah. books are about Skynet. fear, right? <laughs> Speaking exactly. as a woman, I think all of us want like a Rosie. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Rosie <laughs> from the Jetsons. Come clean yep. my house and cook and. Yeah, she went crazy a couple times. Uh, you don't yeah. want Rosie in the house. Well, and I think that speaks to that dichotomy. She of, had claws too. She you did. Know? Yeah. Where do we draw the line? We have robots to help us and assist us. Uh, did but you then see? Is there the, a certain point where they go beyond our means to right. control? Did, did you them? see the? I, I posted um, a conversation between a reporter and an AI in a humanoid, human skin face. Like a fembot. Yeah, it's scary as shit. <laughs> and he said. Do you want to destroy the human race? She said, okay, I'll destroy the human race. And I'm thinking, destroy that fucker right now. Yep, exactly. I don't want to talk about it. Stop putting silicone skin on him. I don't want to look at him. And kill everybody associated with making Indeed. <laughs> right. I'd rather live in the Stone Age than worry about these motherfuckers coming in and, you're too fat. You got to go, buddy. And yeah. What, have you seen no the, uh, the news story about the guy, I believe it's Japan, who built a robot to look just like Scarlett Johansson. No way. And no, she, I missed it. She has a passing resemblance, but it's like, gee, I wonder why he built that robot. <laughs> hey, yeah, is it anatomically that? correct? Yeah, yeah. We're going to take blow-up dolls to new level. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's what I thought we would see really the advancement in would be sex robots because if you think about technology yeah but you don't need a you don't need a um, a robotic skeleton underneath a uh, well, they had a squishy AI. thing right but see if you look at the porn industry yeah uh, for all the, the the bad that it represents yeah they actually have advanced a lot of technology. That's true. They, they have, they, they they have do. new dolls that are flesh-like. Have you seen well, them? Well, but that's well, movies. Movies. No, but I'm talking makeup, stuff. No, the they're silicone. actual dolls. No, no, no. I'm talking about going back. I'm talking about real life. The internet. The internet would not be where it's at now. Oh, yeah. If it we weren't for the porn have, industry? Right. Absolutely. We would not have this perfect, crystal clear streaming online video from Netflix. No, you're 100% right. You didn't have all these porn Absolutely. companies kind of pushing the envelope. Right, but we don't need AI, and we don't need AI and robotic bodies. I'm serious. You need I, a good I'm hand and a nice Android phone. That's the only droid you that's, need. Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, safe sex yeah. right there, baby. All right, let's just... Uh, I, I have some notes real quick, uh, just some kind of random robot uh, notes. Okay. Um, if you go back to the, the Greek classics, a running theme was metal statues, metal men coming to life now this was through the power of the gods you know giving these oh. uh, these statues like but that was really right, like you, empty suits of armor yes so if you go back that is really the origins of robots are the the statues or like you said the armors uh imbued by godly you know powers um now uh after that it really wasn't until the 1800s that we saw what is considered the contemporary robots. And really, these were, uh, if you think about the time uh, with the Industrial Revolution yeah. 
uh, with technology increasing. Like a giant spider? Yes, exactly. A la Wild Wild, Wild West. West. <laughs> so really, in, in fiction anyway, in literature, that's when you first saw the modern robot. You saw people coming up with these mechanical men. They weren't called robots until 1920. There was a Czechoslovakian play that first used the word robots. It was uh, Rossum's Universal Robots was the name of the play. Huh. So they have the claim of fame uh, uh, of uh, coming up with Did the they robots. call them Robotskis? <laughs> <laughs> Robotniks. Did, did yeah. that term mean something then? No, I think it was just a name that he created. Hmm. Um, and so really... Like Robert, I'm going to name you Robot. <laughs> that, that maybe, maybe that's where it came from. So after, so once 1920 hit, then it, we kind of got just a flood of... You know, robot stories and books and movies and comic books and TV right. shows. Um, and it, but it really wasn't until the 1800s that, uh, especially with the idea of electricity right. bringing these metal Well, creatures. Frankenstein. Yeah, that Frankenstein is Frankenstein is technically Kelly. first robot. That is a very robotic-esque. Uh, yeah. More of a, I would, I would put that more in this cy- a cyborg category where it's because uh, it's yeah it's, a lot of biotechnical stuff yeah, right yes. but it run on the electricity is where I was Correct. going with oh that. yes yeah from yeah, yeah, yeah. from spare parts yep exactly yeah just I mean, organic it blows spare my part. mind to think okay we have the technology to create these fictional things now when are we gonna have the technology to make it real you know who well, says the, we don't maybe you, you we think, do we just you really believe out. CGI is what's making all these movies. <laughs> Do you do you, you know there there was a conspiracy there's animatronic theory stuff Yeah you know? there's there's conspiracy theories years ago that all the technology that we see in movies is really just borrowed from the government and with with the with the agreement and the understanding that if anybody asks they have phony shit to show people Where do we get alien shit from? Aliens? Roswell? What fuck Roswell? Aliens? <laughs> you don't think the aliens are in cahoots with the government in in Hollywood? Okay, I you you really want to have a no, conspiracy no, theory show? No. Okay, uh, we'll talk about this off. Where camera. was all this when we were talking about the X Files? That's when we were supposed to be talking about this, not now. Ay ay ay. Okay, so next week uh, we're gonna do a little preview for Captain America: Civil War. Okay, and uh, you know we'll kind of do a deep dive into. You know, the comic books, the characters, yeah. <laughs> that movie's already upsetting me. <laughs> a deep dive and deep breathing into... And we'll, and we'll see if we can convince Q to uh, come back to the fold and uh, rejoin us. For I don't know. I don't have kiss my ass. If um, maybe all we need to do is have a, like a six-foot sub and tell him it's for him. Ay, ay, ay. On that note, please, Brad, put this, put us well, out of our misery. Okay, this is this is where I tell you to go to ableideas.com and buy some comic books and go to Comic Spirit and Sci-Fi for whatever reason you want to. Um, dot com because check I don't us know out what's on, over there. Check us out on iTunes. Yes, check us out. We're on iTunes. <laughs> We're on iTunes. Go to uh, f- our Facebook page. And because that's where you will see all of our smiling faces and, uh, and like us, damn it. Yeah, like us. What she said, love us. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, you have a choice now. Caress us. If only you could see a sexy you can, face. You can laugh at us. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, stalky McStalkerson here. All right. Thanks. Well, I, I will. I will thank uh, uh, Jill for making a special guest appearance. Thank you, thank, Jill. Thank you. I will. I will thank Mark for whatever. Do what do you do, Mark? Never mind. Thank you for coming here. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Keep on coming. Thank you, uh, Denver, for running the board. And 
This is Brad from Comic Experience Sci-Fi, and we'll see you next time.